Today in Science from Wired. Today in Science from Wired. Could carbon dioxide be turned into jet fuel? A team at Oxford University has reverse engineered fuel from the greenhouse gas, but so far, just in the lab. By Eric Kneeler. For the past 10 years or so, the aviation industry has been looking for ways to reduce its global carbon footprint, like it's purchasing so-called carbon offsets, like planting tree projects or wind farms. And they're trying to make up for the carbon dioxide given off by high-flying jets. And at the same time, airports in San Francisco and Chicago and Los Angeles and a dozen in Europe are using greener alternative fuels in their planes to try to reach carbon reduction goals. Well, now a team at Oxford University in the United Kingdom has come up with an experimental process that might be able to turn carbon dioxide into jet fuel. And as many of us know by now, carbon dioxide is a greenhouse gas that's given off by basically all fuel-burning engines. And this new process they're testing at Oxford uses an iron-based chemical reaction. And if it ends up working, it could result in net-zero emissions from airplanes. Okay, that's pretty cool. They reported this experiment today in the Nature Communications Journal, and it was conducted in a lab, so it still needs to be replicated at a larger scale. But the chemical engineers who designed and performed the process are hoping that it could be a total climate game changer. There's a senior research fellow at Oxford's Department of Chemistry named Tiangkun Xiao, who actually wrote the paper. And Tiangkun says... Climate change is accelerating, and we have huge carbon dioxide emissions. The infrastructure of hydrocarbon fuels is already there. This process could help relieve climate change and use the current carbon infrastructure for sustainable development. So here's the science part. When you burn a fossil fuel like oil or natural gas, the hydrocarbons in them are turned into carbon dioxide, and water and energy are released. This experiment actually reverses that process. It turns the carbon dioxide back into a fuel using something called the organic combustion method, or OCM. The team took citric acid and hydrogen and a catalyst made out of iron, manganese, and potassium and added some heat. And we're talking about a lot of heat here, 350 degrees Celsius, which is 662 degrees Fahrenheit to be exact. And they combined it with carbon dioxide, and they were able to produce a liquid fuel that would work in a jet engine. And they did all this in a stainless steel reactor, and they only produced a few grams of the substance. Now, in the lab, the carbon dioxide came out of a canister. But the idea for adapting the concept for the real world would be to capture huge amounts of the greenhouse gas from like a factory or just right out of the air somehow. You know, take it right out of the environment. And carbon dioxide is the most common of the greenhouse gases that warm the planet. And it comes from everywhere, like factories and cars and wood burning, like forest fires and slash and burn agriculture. And keeping it out of the atmosphere in the first place might help reduce global warming. The world's carbon emissions have been rising for the past few decades, and they're on a path to warm the planet by 2 degrees Celsius by the end of this century. Now, Xiao and his colleagues say that this new method would actually be cheaper than methods that already exist that turn hydrogen and water into fuel. Technically, it's called hydrogenization, and it's cheaper because it uses less electricity. 
So Xiao is thinking you could install a jet fuel plant right next to a steel or cement factory or a coal-burning power plant and just capture its excess carbon dioxide to make the fuel. They would just suck carbon dioxide right out of the atmosphere, something that's called direct air capture. And that catalyst they would need to use is totally abundant on Earth. The whole process takes fewer steps than any other process of synthesizing high-value-added chemicals. Another expert who wasn't involved in the actual experiment does say that the concept appears to be pretty promising as long as the authors can figure out how to go from producing tiny amounts of the jet fuel in the lab to making larger amounts in a pilot plane. Joshua Heine is an associate professor of mechanical and chemical engineering at the University of Dayton. And he says this does look different and it looks like it could work. Scale-up is always an issue, and there are new surprises when you go to larger scales, but in terms of a longer-term solution, the idea of a circular carbon economy is definitely something that could be the future. So in this, quote, circular carbon economy, carbon dioxide would become both a waste stream and a source of fuel. And an even bigger bang for the carbon buck would happen if an alternative jet fuel factory could operate on green electricity from wind or solar power. That way, both the jet fuel and the source of the carbon dioxide would be produced in a sustainable way. That's Oscar Mayering's idea, anyway. Oscar is a project lead for future fuels at Sky Energy. That's a Dutch-based firm that produces, buys, and sells sustainable aviation fuels to various airports. He says we need to use renewable electricity. The challenge is if we are using CO2 from a steel mill, how can we push the steel mill to be carbon neutral itself? The perfect solution would be to have all these industries be more sustainable and use this to do direct air capture. But as for our Oxford experiment and its new carbon dioxide-based jet fuel, it's going to have to get in line with a bunch of other candidates that are being tested right now as alternatives to traditional jet fuel. And these alternative fuels are coming from all over the place. They're made from feedstocks that include municipal solid waste, straw, woody biomass, and even waste cooking oil. Energy giant BP is actually pursuing that idea. But Xiao at Oxford believes that the new CO2 fuel has a fighting chance to compete with these alternatives. He actually founded the green fuel firm Oxford Catalyst back in 2006, now it's called Velocis, and Velocis is developing alternative aviation fuels for Shell and British Airways at a British facility using municipal waste as a feedstock. And they're also working on a diesel fuel for trucks from waste paper and wood at a plant in Mississippi. He says he's discussing the new carbon dioxide conversion method with several large industrial partners. He says there are no big challenges, but we need to optimize the process and make it more efficient. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com slash science.